September. So we have a special thing for you guys this <laughs> month, September. <laughs> We will be doing only the Sandman since there are literally like 12 fucking volumes of this shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We know what you guys were wanting, and let us just say we're here to make your dreams Ooh. come true. day in a good way nice. i went to the lake and just like partied all day basically hey, that's what we like to hear you're a party boy cody yeah you're party a party boy, boy. cody, cody Cannon. Cannon, party boy from dusk till dawn my friend <laughs> it's uh you ever you guys ever see a night at the roxbury yeah, yeah. I don't know that quote. Oh, enough, I, just, so. I, just, I know that movie. I love that movie. So I know like every line. But there's a part where like Colin Quinn's in it and Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan's character like talking shit about him and they're like talking shit about like fucking his mom. <laughs> and then he like doesn't nice. like them. He's just, like, "Damn, dude." He's like, "You're a party animal." Will Ferrell's like, "From dusk till dawn, my friend." <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Before we get into it, I think we should discuss. What's on everyone's mind? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about. What are we talking about? I'm talking about the- Yeah, what is it? A- really? The Spider-Man trailer. Oh, oh yeah. I'm the into Spider-Man that. trailer. Yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's, just, it's, it's it. just the trailer. I feel like we can bang it out. Which some people say does feature not the same character, but someone that shares the same name of the topic of this episode. Ooh, Sandman. Yeah. Is he in it? (laughs) People are stretching, man, to say who was in the trailer. They say there's a scene with sand and electricity. There is sand and electricity in the trailer. I've watched it a bunch. Somebody I saw on YouTube, somebody slowed down and brightened up the part where someone behind Peter Parker like scratches a a wall. Oh, they were saying that was a lizard. Lizard, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the only ones I saw, like, I confirmed fully in my heart of hearts are <laughs> lizard lizard doc ock and green goblin i'm, I'm assuming Some people are saying in daredevils in it like well we know that actor is in it that's like we've heard that yeah that's a huge rumor but i like people are saying you just like see a dude with rolled up yeah, white sleeves I mean, that and he they're might like be that's murder come on you don't i mean if that be. is Man, I, should I, I? I might eat my own words. Like, if that really is Matt Murdock, then I, I don't know. I'll never make a superhero theory again. I'll believe any stupid idea anyone has because you don't that think guy's Matt Murdock. No, I, I think he might be in it. But if that really is him, like, come on, it's probably just a regular ass scene where just some normal ass detectives like uh, Peter Parker. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, that uh, one. But no, like, it, it's confirmed that uh, the actor Charlie Cox is in the movie. He's casted in it. Yeah, I mean, is it confirmed, really? Yeah, no, for real. It's, it's been confirmed. It's the same way, like, long before this trailer came out, Alfred Molina, we already knew, was in it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, I do remember hearing this. Like, I, I hope he's in it. I just, I'm not buying that he's in the trailer. That, yeah, that, that's uh, possible, too. I And I agree, like, I did think the whole, well, 
it was a teaser. So it was meant to tease us and get us talking like things like this. So yeah, like I looked, I've, I've watched it a bunch now. And yeah, there is that weird sandy looking cloud thing. And then you do see electricity, but that could be anything. But mm-hmm. it probably is only because like, why only do Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus? Like, I think it is, Liz, I, I think it is a Sinister Six. We're going to, we're going to say. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree with so that. So you think the Sinister Six are going to be the villains? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this is my this is my theory. All right, dig it. Ready? Okay. okay let's so hear you it. see in the trailer, Doctor Strange <clears throat> does this spell that Wong told him clearly not to do, and he yeah. says he says everyone in the world is about to forget your Spider Man, but clearly like the spell backfires because when you see Doctor Octopus, he goes hello Parker, even though we know that Doctor Octopus has never met MCU Peter Parker, so he's also he also. That Doc Ock died a good guy. Yeah. But he's alive and well as a villain. So what we're saying is like, did Doctor Strange's spell like mess up things in the Raimi's universe where maybe like for some reason the villains from there only recognize MCU Peter as their villain? Mm. Or the trailer swerving us and when he says hello, Peter, he's talking Toby. to Toby Maguire. Well, that's what I think. I think we're definitely going to see the, all Spider Men. And I think and I think it's pretty cool because I think realistically, even though it's like, you know, in the comics, six villains is a lot for Spider Man to handle. I mean, he he has trouble with like Mysterio. So I feel like I feel like that's right. why he's gonna need the help of Toby and Andrew Garfield and they're gonna fuck up. Exactly. Yeah, great theory. Yeah. I believe and I think it. it'd be even cooler if Sinister Six is there, they are fucking up MCU Peter, and then Doctor Strange is like, hold up, we need to get some backup and like brings our Andrew Garfield <laughs> and Toby into the mix. Do you think similar to um, Spider-Verse, any versions of Peter Parker are going to die? Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Dude, it'd be, I don't it know. would be cool. You know me. I'm rooting for death. I know. You, you like his families <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool. Yeah. I would say if Andrew Garfield <laughs> died just because they never gave him a third movie, so they never finished his arc, and this could be a way to finish it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what did you guys think of de-aged Molina? I think it looked very obviously de-aged, and they clearly—I yeah, didn't like. They it. also clearly like just because I don't know if you've seen him lately or at all. Like, he's a he's a big fat man now. They clearly like they clearly like slimmed down <laughs> thinned his face. Yeah, they thinned him yeah. down with the CGI. So yeah, the trailer also like the whole thing with Peter going to Doctor Strange to getting him to like make everyone forget his identity is very much lifted from the storyline one more day. We know, yeah. we know Mephisto. Mephisto With Mephisto. Mephisto. <laughs> I, He's I here. <laughs> no, I'm not saying Confirmed. that. But some, some people are saying that because Doc Strange is wearing um like a, a you know a winter coat that you know the devil would find it cold on earth. So that's obviously Mephisto. And I'm like, eh. That's, no. such, that's a such a stretch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a stretch. I, I yeah. spit. I spit in the face of anyone who utters such things to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna put money that Mephisto is not in the movie, dude. Even if he is, uh, he's not Doctor Strange. You know right. what I mean? Like it's uh, the only thing I do. Oh, uh, what? I'm just saying, like, that storyline parallel does make him the perfect guy to be somehow in the movie. 
you know? Yeah. What if I, that's the reason why these rumors of him have been circulating for so long? Oh shit, they've been plans all along. Yeah, <laughs> planting them in Reddit because they know how to play this game. This ain't their first rodeo. No, yeah. No, it's not. The only thing I do think is weird that like Doctor Strange even did the spell to begin with. It's like, really? Yeah, like, and he did it so nonchalantly. Yeah, he was like, no, nah, I'll definitely won't do it. And then winks. And then it's like, really? Just, <laughs> I feel like this. I don't know. Well, we'll find out, I guess. Dude, I saw there's this comedian, Jay Jordan, who's really into the Marvel Universe, that uh, he was tweeting something like that. He's like, you guys are acting all shocked that uh, Dr. Strange uh, was willing to do that. He's like, he's a doctor in Greenwich Village. He's egotistical as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's like, this dude's a mess. He, of course, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and also rumors are because Warner Brothers had like their own fandom this week. Uh, rumors are that we're going to get a new Batman trailer soon, probably in a month or two. Nice, nice. Well, they they showed the new footage of it, and it's getting good reviews. Nice. So I'm pretty pumped. Damn of it. course it is. It's going to be good. I think so too. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited for that Batman movie, dude. Uh, Paul Dano looks insane as the Riddler. The Riddler. Riddle but uh, let's let's let's. As you know, what is else is connected to the DC universe? What? The Sandman universe. Dude, hell yeah. On that note, welcome to Comics and Chronic. I am but one of three. The Sinister Three. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jacob H. As always, with me is Cody Willaka-Cannon and Anthony Iannaccio. Today's episode, we discuss volume one and two of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. The Sandman, Sandman September, Sandman baby. September, baby. It starts here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So I haven't. So I've read the series, but it's been so long that this is like a really nice refresher for me. Like I forgot about a lot of like points and characters and just like things that happen. It feels almost like I read it for the first time. Cause it's been like probably at least eight, nine, 10 years. Wow. I literally read it for the first time. This yeah, was my first time dude, reading it. Well, what's your impression off of the first two volumes? How do you feel? What were your thoughts? That's a great question, but first I think we should all hit something. Ooh, I didn't see you guys I'll hit something all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, why are you holding up that puppy to the camera? Don't do anything. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. I'm not only hitting a bowl that I got packed right here, but also a Coors Light. Ooh, oh, nice. I got a Stella too. Oh, wait, hold on. I yeah. think I have an alcoholic beverage. I want to be part of this nice. cool crew. Yeah, get it. Get it, my guy. I'm smoking on something called Alien Space Gorilla. Mm, that's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> dude, it, uh, that, for some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was Gorilla Grod. Yeah, right. Dude, Gorilla <laughs> Grodd, the weed that makes you able to read others' minds. Ooh, that would be sick. <laughs> I feel like sometimes on weed, on weed, I could like <laughs> read, re- become a little bit telepathic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're saying sometimes on weed, I'm not inclined to agree with you, my friend. <laughs> uh, you never feel like like. 
a lot of times, I mean, maybe it happens when I'm not smoking too, but even when I'm drinking, like I'll be hanging out with friends and like we're talking and like we're listening to music, but then something someone says was exactly what someone is saying in the song. It could be something Whoa. simple or super specific. It happens so often. Like I'm not the only one to notice it, but I feel like when I'm high, it happens more. Nice. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, is a telepathic drug <laughs> connects you to the mushroomness that is mankind. The mushroomness. I mean? the, uh, <laughs> are the we all connected? Is- I don't know. I mean, mushrooms actually in forests. Have you ever heard that? Like they help trees and plants communicate. It's like, yeah, a, they're like, yeah, like, like the largest mushroom is like miles long because it's just like many tons of mushrooms just connected through underground. Touchy yeah, plays. I think the world's biggest organism is a mushroom. Dude. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. We got it nice and heavy. You guys are you crazy. Yeah, we're talking science, bro. Fuck Ooh. science, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what, uh, that's a good thing to put into Sandman. Like in the second one, I feel like she had a. Quote in particular where she was like, everything we know is just like protected by like paper thin walls mm. or something like that. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you, uh, what did you think? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony you, you're the one who hasn't read the most. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I just, the, I've tried, I've read the first issue. That's that I have read a couple times, but I never read anything past that. And, you know, this time reading it, I was like, oh, shit, I like it. I like this dude, Morpheus. I like what this whole thing's about. I like that Morpheus I, is only, like, one of his names. Yeah, he has yeah. many. Different cultures and different, like, beings, whether it's in the cosmos or, like, in the supernatural world, call him something different. Like, when you see him in Africa exactly. and they call him something else. Yeah. yeah. Or in Martian, see, Martian yeah. Manhunter, yeah. he sees him as something completely yeah, different. Yeah, he sees him as their fire god back on Mars. Yeah. yeah, so that was really cool. It's cool how it's connected to the DC universe because it's almost like barely connected. It's it's like it's yeah, almost barely. like it's almost beyond the cosmos as far as like you know Green Lantern and Dark Side and all that, and it's like in its yeah. own fucking realm. Yeah, it, it just like really dives you into a almost like limbo esque extra dimensional realm. Yeah, you know, uh, it's so good and like from Jump Street, it's so interesting. Yeah, I honestly thought it was I was surprised by how many DC characters did pop up. I thought it was way less connected yeah, there's a lot. than it originally led on. And I think that's also why it wasn't as accessible to someone. I don't know. Like I I since it's he's so far removed both in the world, like you're saying, this realm, just the dream world is just the dreaming is just so different than anything else in the DC universe. And there's so many characters and so many layers to it that like it's it, he, you don't explain it right away. But after a few issues, you're like, oh, shit. OK, I see. I see what's going on here. Yeah. And I think that's why at first I never really was hooked into it. I just didn't give it the time it needed. Yeah, it's definitely like a really slow buildup. I mean, the first bit of it is them just capturing that dude and all of these people getting affected by not being able to sleep and dream properly. Yeah, by taking him out of the dream realm, out of his kingdom, everyone gets like fucked up on Earth. Yeah. In their sleep. Yeah. Dude, it's also, I love it because there's like some genuinely creepy moments. Oh yeah, like, it's it's, scary. It, it's like it's like there are some of it that's just like 
uh, almost like kind of light fantasy, like not too heavy or sad or crazy anything. Some of it, like there's some comedy in there, but there's some really utterly terrifying moments. Dude, yeah. It like straight For up, sure. it's straight up. It doesn't dabble. It jumps into horror heavy a couple yeah. times. I, th- I think one of the coolest parts for me, it's, I'm going to forget his name, but it's the son of the dude who originally captures him. And yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, either. but he like finally like, lets him go or, or no the guards fall asleep and then Morpheus escapes and he like punishes him by giving him what's called eternal waking but he, yeah. he's asleep and he thinks he's dreaming and he comes to and he's like oh man this is a terrible dream and his maid is there remember and she's like oh it's okay yeah. and then you see her start to like Bleh! like turn into like, he's like oh fuck and then it keeps happening again and like that's his punishment like it's it's cool because like to the outside this dude looks like he's probably in a coma, but internally he's like fucking yeah. getting ravaged by shit. That is a fate worse than death. Like that's oh, the yeah. crazy thing about Morpheus. Like he he's kind of like you root for him and he's a good guy basically. Kind but of not really though. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's a, talk with him. Yeah, because he, he's more of a force of nature than good or evil. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I yeah. like when they talk about the Eternals, like him and his sisters and brothers. They're they, they, the endless, the endless right? yeah, sorry, yeah, called. the endless, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. When they talk about him, like every character, like the human character is like, dude, like you can't, they can't relate to us, and we can't relate to them because they're just, they cannot mm. die, you know, yeah. And like, uh, fuck, I just had a brain fart. Sorry, <laughs> they're just like how in Marvel, there's like the embodiment of like death and eternity. Like it's the same. It's the same idea. Like these characters kind of represent abstract ideas, but they have very distinct like personalities. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just fucking nuts. I and I love every. I lo- First off, I love the you could like the Britishness of the whole oh, it's comic. Super, it's super British. Yeah, Neil Gaiman just like doesn't try to hide it at all. I love that Morpheus is almost like a. Endless Robert Smith of the yes! Cure. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, <laughs> it's crazy. I agree. Like the whole time, I'm just like Robert Smith. No, it's Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> Morpheus, or it's cool that they call him Morpheus or Dream. Yeah, like they don't. Like, it's or Dream Lord. Or Dream Lord. Or, yeah, like his name yeah. is King very interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I I loved it. I read up to. Well, yeah. Sorry. Going all over the place. What's what's some so, of your so volume? Oh yeah, yeah so volume, volume one, one goes up to issue eight, and then volume two goes up to issue sixteen. So that's yeah. as far as we read. Yeah, yeah. For this, for this episode, just plenty, honestly, I love yeah, I love dude. when he goes to hell to get his uh, dude, helmet yeah. back. So the, yes. I like that the first one is the first volume is like a multi-story type deal like there's just like separate almost like they're all connected through morpheus's return to power and whatnot but they're still separated you know what i mean like they could be separate yeah Yeah. but the second one is rather is more like a season of a show or something like that you know what i mean it's like Mm. an overarching story involving the dollhouse and the vortex and everything That, that one's creepy let's go over volume one first though yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I like Morpheus's journey to get his things back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to hell. Going to hell was is one of my so favorite cool. scenes. Yeah, dude. Especially you see like once again like DC like Etrigan. Yeah, yeah. who scared Etrigan. me in this one more than he oh, usually he's, would? He's I'm more like, scary Damn. in this one than he is in DC's like other comic books. 
Yeah. Yep. Well, this book, it's the art style. It's everything. Mm. It's just very scary. It's kind of unsettling. Yeah. Even the art. Like if you yeah. like if you look at every panel when they're in hell and you see like the walls, which are made of like people's faces and bones and like, you know, yeah. fucked up shit. Like, all the Gruesome. demons are like ugly ass demons. Monsters. Yeah. But then Lucifer looked to me like David Bowie. So yeah. yeah I like that Lucifer look because also like that dude, Neil Gaiman does such a good job from taking from actual mythology of almost any mm. mythology, whether it's Greek, any mythology, any mythology yeah. the Bible. And uh, it's cool that Lucifer is like legit, like he's the handsome one. He calls him that, yeah. doesn't he? Call them yeah. the, the handsome. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah More Lucifer is like Lucifer. I want to suck your dick, man. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just like Morningstar. You know, uh, what yeah, I, mean? I like that name, uh, Lucifer yeah. Morningstar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like reading this makes me want to read the Lucifer Vertigo series. I've never read it. I have. What came with the yeah? Pack that's what's cool about this world. Yeah. Like, there's, I mean, they build on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a it's a whole other world within the DC world. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even oh, know. God, it's so cool. Yeah. Because, like, what is Superman going to do against Morpheus? Dude, that, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Like, there are so <laughs> many superheroes that would not stand a chance against Morpheus. No one. No Almost one. I no mean, one, what yeah. ones would? Yeah. The only <laughs> ones that I think could possibly would be on the more magical realm, like maybe Constantine or Zantana. Yeah, or yeah but against toe to toe with Morpheus, I don't think so. Yeah, like, I think true. in the first volume, that's what's cool. That might have been John Constantine's first appearance. Yeah, I don't dude, know. I like that. And I, I don't think it was his first appearance ever. Oh. It was just like a his first appearance in Vertigo right before he got his standalone series. Oh, they nice. kind of like re retconned him, it seems like. But I, or something I like do that. like how they did him, though. Oh, yeah. for sure. That was cool. yeah. yeah, well, that's when Constantine. he became the, you know, like smoking. Yeah, cigarette depressed, smoking, depressed yeah. Uh, magician dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like Constantine when he's a bit more of a dirtbag and like will do anything to just kind of get what he needs to get. Like yeah. he's saving the world, but he doesn't really fuck around. Yeah, I I like this version because like there wasn't necessarily a dirtbag element, but there was like right a very especially like when Constantine asks Morpheus to like legit like put down his girl, his ex girlfriend, the heroin addict who was trapped, oh, yeah. like literally yeah. trapped, was snorting she- his sand all you know, until his, until her mind melted. So fun. Yeah. So, dude, dude, yeah. She was basically so like a human puddle. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> but he gives her, he like gives her like a really blissful ending. Yeah. Yeah. Where they end up together. Yeah. She believes that she like ends dude, up with. That's the thing yeah. about Morpheus, even through all of the heinous things he does, he has a heart and he like wants people's stories to end happily. But like he says, okay, I'm jumping ahead. Like he could be called like the Lord of nightmares just as much as he's like the King of dreams. Oh, for like, sure. yeah. There's a spectrum of like, you know, you could dream like, and you don't even have to sleep. I think when he escapes, isn't a guy just daydreaming. I feel like that's yeah, how he like exactly. through. Yeah. Yeah. Which no, is so when he, cool. When he because, escapes yeah. the original prison, the guards are asleep. Oh, okay. I thought it was because like a kid was there and he's like, oh, you know, it would really be cool. And Morpheus is like, there we go. Like that was like his crack. And then the guards fall asleep or something. And I thought it was just yeah. the guards fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Either, either way, way like it's just cool the way like dreams can mean more than just falling asleep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. for him, he uses them to travel. Yeah, like, like before, because like when he when he's captured and when he's released, 
he even though he's an all-powerful being he's not at full capacity that's what the whole mm. first volume is about yeah. Yeah. he has to escape and he has to reclaim himself and like all of his the items that like almost like it's horcruxes just to set it up for listeners if anyone hasn't read volumes one and two of sandman First volume, uh, Morpheus, the Sandman, Lord of Dreams. He gets captured by a, a cult in England, and he's pretty much captured for 30 years. And because he's gone from his dream world and therefore cannot control the dreams for 30 years, a lot of people, they either go insane or they don't wake up at yeah. all or they just have yeah. they cannot it's, sleep because of it it just has like a, yeah. a, a catastrophic has, yeah, effect exactly. on the planet catastrophic and effect. and he escaped and he has to go hunt down certain items of his that help him regain his power what's cool is the cult was trying to summon death yeah to Dude. end which is his older death. sister we find yeah out. but yeah. it's cool that sand what sandman says to them he's like you should be grateful that you were unsuccessful in summoning death yeah <laughs> Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Imagine like a world where people couldn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, you guys should really just, you you guys should really check out the Audible. It has a great cast and it's, it's word for word, panel for panel. Like, dude, I'm definitely going to check it. So, Sandman, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re, they're making into a show also on Netflix. Yeah. So, my plan is to do Sandman September with you boys, get through the series. Yeah. Wait, we didn't even like tell everyone that we're doing, we should talk about the fact that this is Sandman September. So, we have a special thing for you guys this (laughs) month, September. (laughs) We will be doing only the Sandman since there are literally like 12 fucking volumes of this shit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we know what you guys were wanting, and let us just say we're here to make your dreams Ooh, come true. Hey-o. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh, so like every episode, we're going to be going through like two volumes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Two volumes. Until we bang this bad boy out. Yeah. <laughs> this bad boy. This Sandman. Also, one of my favorite scenes, and it might even be more favorite because of the audible. Um, just check out the Audible because the cast is like, you'll recognize everyone. It's literally. Sorry, how far does the Audible go story wise? Volume one and two. Oh, perfect. Like, no bullshit. Okay. Exactly volume one and two. And nice. dude, the cast, you'll nice. recognize them. Some of them are actors from Game of Thrones. Some of them are the dude f- who played young Professor Xavier, James McAvoy. He plays Sandman. Yeah. He plays Sandman. Oh, dude, nice. Joel uh, Taron Edgerton, or, you know, the, the kid from Kingsman, the main character. Yeah. He plays Constantine. Dude, like, oh, dude, it's a bomb voice cast, and like, it's worth Neil Gaiman narrates it, and like, so you're wondering, like, oh, but how does like, how can I see what it looks like, dude? Like when he's in hell, he narrates what it looks like when they're in the club, and uh, what's his name, Sandman goes toe to toe in that riddle battle with that demon, yeah, yeah. which is one of my favorite scenes in the books too. Yeah, he's like, I am anthrax, killing all living things, and then like he turns into it. He's like, I am a bull, and I step on a snake, and. Yeah, yeah like that shit's so cool. Yeah, it's so like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not just abstract, but very like poetic. Poetic. It's it's very like meta. Yeah, it's like well, I am wins, life it, itself, and I cannot be stopped. Yeah, because it's less about riddles and more like a battle of ideas, and he wins with yeah. hope. Like, yeah, the demon can't figure out how to beat hope. It's just like no way. Yeah. <laughs> And that's so cool. That's pro- that's like I'm sure going to keep coming into play in this bigger like every, as the story goes on. Like you know, you can't destroy hope. It's just 
you have it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. up until your last breath, you'll have hope. I mean, like this dude was trapped for 30 years. He had hope that he'd get out, I'm sure. He's a man of strong resolve. I just want to go back to yeah. like him, Neil Gaiman, barring from mythology and whatnot. I love uh, Cain and Abel. Yeah. yeah, as his little, as his little like his uh, guardians of the dream world. Yeah, yeah, they they hang out in his castle in particular. But it's yeah. so like, cool almost that like Cain constantly kills Abel. <laughs> yeah, constantly. <laughs> yeah, Abel's kind of like always scared. That he's, he's always stuttering. He's like, by his please don't k- k- kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like uh, Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> 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 Simple Jake. Simple Jake. <laughs> 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 you make me happy. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but yeah. It's also pretty funny that DC before and after this has completely different guys called the Sandman. Yeah. Like there's a guy that just like shoots sand at people and can like control time. But the book covers like, one of the other Sandmen, that dude, uh, yeah. Wesley Duds, who has that mask. Oh, yeah. Th- you see him in the. Yeah. yeah. And he calls himself the Sandman. Yep. But we all know who the true Sandman is. Yeah, Morpheus. Morpheus. Big Papa Morph. Big Papa Morph. I love also (laughs) that while it's a story about him, it's oftentimes not about him. You know? Right. Like the first volume, much more so. And there's like, it starts out. Dude, that scene was insane. We should get to that story because that's one of the more prominent stories in volume one. Yeah. yeah, it's the final story. Oh, is it? In volume yeah. one. No, well, the final one before he meet, uh, it introduces death. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, volume one ends with a death episode, which is just kind of like a standalone separate from uh, Sandman's glorious return, which is like the in the first volume yeah yeah like as sandman's like powering up dr destiny is like escaping arkham asylum and like has this gem that basically has one of the things well it's, Morpheus it's sandman's needs, controls, ruby that like has a part of him in it yeah and it controls any dr- like you could literally manifest any dream into matter and reality basically so this crazy ass dude shouldn't have it at all dude, so yeah he, yeah, he gets he, i love that he that's the cool that's what i liked about it he's in arkham asylum yeah, and he's like this. Scarecrow's like his BFF. Yeah, <laughs> Scarecrow's <laughs> cool too. Yeah, yeah, and like so he he escapes from Arkham as everyone do. And he goes to collect his ruby, and he first his first interaction is this terrible interaction where he meets this young woman yeah. on the side of the road, yeah. she and she him takes up. him in, and he's like. She's like, I'm going to die. And she ends up almost befriending him and giving him her coat. And just like, they get kind of buddy, buddy. And then he just blows he her brains her. out. Yep. He's a fucking psycho. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that scene, it, just the whole thing when he's in the diner and it goes hour by hour. Yeah. It's like and, first hour, he makes them sing or play. And then it just yeah. gets fucking depraved as fuck. Yeah. Especially yeah. Dude, you had it's, mentioned that in an earlier episode, and I'm like, what does he mean the diner? Well, Heather, Heather, got to the uh, diner, what's her name? Yeah. Heather, Heather Antos talked about yeah, it too. That Heather was her Antos favorite episode, story yeah. from it. Yeah, the diner, the diner, the diner part of the book is fucking great, and I love this. Whoa! When like the talk about like one of the most horrific things I've ever like seen in comic form for sure. One of the guys looked like a a big Donald Trump. Yeah, I know you're talking diner. about the guy who <laughs> beat his wife and everything and cheated on her. Yep. I wonder if that was actually intentional. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it was the eighties. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so is that when volume one came out? What yeah, I, thought like, it was I think like, it was like 87 was or something 80s. like that. Oh wow, yeah. okay. 85. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I think you're right. Mid-80s is when the first came out. Yeah. Right. And and so the it it doesn't wrap up, I think, until like 93 or 96 or something like that. Dude, so I just because I got this like crazy DC black label super edition one, there's always a bunch of forwards with Neil Gaiman and he talks about it. And so DC came to him, we're like, hey, you know, would you want to do like a you know, story for us. And he was like, I really don't. He's like, he, he even says, he's like, I have nothing negative towards comics. I just really wasn't too big of a fan. And I don't really want to do like already established characters, but I'll be happy mm. to make something up. And then they're like, cool. Like it just needs to connect to the DC universe. And so then that's why you get things nice. like Dr. Destiny in art. You know what I mean? Yeah. A doctor, uh, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Just a bunch yeah. of other. He, he visits Mr. Miracle for a little while. Yeah. I mean, you even see when, like, he talks to the sirens, when Sandman talks to the three sirens, you see images of Green Lantern and Batman and Superman. Yeah. 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 So it's always not too far off. But yeah, I would never, like, I'm sure they do interact down the line, but I can't see a situation like where. Superman, like you can't punch your way out of a dream. Well, it's also I like, mean, maybe they can make up a way, but you, you can't. Well, it's just cool to think about. Okay, so you have like Doomsday currently going with like Doctor Manhattan versus the DC Universe, but then it's like Doctor Manhattan versus the Sandman. I don't know. I think Sandman yeah. might have it. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah, stupid. He's just some. He's just far more abstract. Yeah, yeah, far more. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan doesn't have to sleep. Sandman doesn't need you to be asleep to fuck with you. He's not Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh, Freddy Krueger versus Morpheus. <laughs> Morpheus. For sure. Morpheus still, of course. And also, yeah. based on like, especially like volume two, it seems like in the dream world are almost his like dream demons that he has to keep contained otherwise if they let out they fucking like we see in volume two when he fucks up that kid's yeah. life and everything yeah oh yeah. the corinthian the corinthian who's fucking yeah Dude, that thing was but insane. morpheus is just like i uncreate you and it's just like bye instantly that's yeah. so like it's quick but it's powerful and scary yeah. that he had, yeah well because like, the corinthian was so terrifying until like all the way through that moment and then he's terrifying yeah, up just, until morpheus steps to him is like yeah bro you gotta get the fuck out of here yeah, dude yeah, has like, tiny mouths with sharp teeth where his eyes should be. In the uh, yeah. in the audible version, Riz Ahmed plays the Corinthian. Ooh, nice, nice. dude! Yeah, that whole dude. story is fucked when they go to that weird convention for serial killers and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like God, literally a convention so for for like up. serial killers in America. But it's called something else. I forget what the name. The, of the serial convention. Yeah, they think but it's, it's about, like, it's about like, serial. Like serial. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a yeah, it's like a hidden meaning, and it's all these people who actually kill people, and they're like, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, that shit is so funny. Panels. Yeah, they yeah, have they panels, have panels like, like, like Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, women and murder and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of the ladies on that panel was called the Grass Queen, so I'm sure she's <laughs> like a marijuana themed serial killer. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the grass queen. The grass. <laughs> yeah, her on the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, going back to like how Morpheus decides to either punish or reward people, he doesn't even mm-hmm. kill Doctor Destiny after Doctor Destiny like fucks up almost the entire planet mentally with yeah. the gem. Yeah, and he tries to fight him Dude, on his that own. Diner plane. especially that diner especially like each hour by hour, it's more horrific, and it's like done in that 
crazy kind of horror way where you cannot take your eyes off of it. And there's like, there's like scenes where they're all fucking and you're like, Oh my God, like this is kind of insane in a hot way, but like it's fucked no, it's up. Fucked, so Cause he's good. making them do it against yeah. their will. Yeah. yeah. And also but like, just, I also like the scene in the diner when everyone tells their deepest, darkest secret. And the one that always stood out to me the most that I thought was fucked was the woman who said when she was in college, she snuck into a morgue when she was drunk and fucked a dead body. Yeah. Like, what? That shit is fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the whole thing, it gets super fucking dark. But that's why it's all the crazier that, like Jake is saying, like Morpheus kind of forgives the dude. He's like, I understand, like, the gem, like, a human should have nothing to do with it. It's not really your fault that it corrupted you this way. I also just thought, like, yeah. he, he realized that, like, death, after what he did, would be way too quick of a way out and that his mm. punishment should be to go back. to. He literally just brings him back to Arkham. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of death, one of my favorite stories, I guess it was in volume two, is when there's this dude who's like, dying's fucking stupid. Like, why is everyone doing it? Like, I don't want to die. Fuck death. And Morpheus is like, dude, I got a, I got a proposition for you. Yeah. And this dude basically can't die until he decides he wants to. And I love that story. That yeah. story continues on through the volumes. Nice. Like nice. as a standalone one, it was so cool. I, that was my favorite single. Yeah, issue. it was also like a nice because like that guy comes talks about volume two. How nice. I was talking about how like in volume two it was one overarching story that was almost like a fun intermission. Isn't that guy? Yeah. Am I confusing? Isn't it? It's Shakespeare. Is that guy? No, Shakespeare Shakespeare's was w- in, involved in that issue. Okay, yeah, it's like Shakespeare's origins. Like Shakespeare's, like, uh, no one he likes had me. No, like, he dude, had nothing until Morpheus like spoke to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Shakespeare's like, if only I could like, all I want is to like men have men dream of my stories when I'm long gone. And Morpheus like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah, we don't know what it is yet, but he's like, I got you, Shakespeare. I think it's volume two. Is it when that writer who can't write kidnaps? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Or is that a later? No, Shit, that's, a later that's not in that. Yeah, we're jumping ahead, My Jake. Bad. I forget. No, volume two ends with the serial killers and yeah, the, Corinthian the Corinthian and yeah. and like the Bowling Green being Gilbert. Oh, that was interesting. Or yeah. the Bowling Green. What was it called? The what you The Fiddler's Green. Green. Fiddler's Green. The Bowling Green. What is that? Bowling Green is that <laughs> fake massacre that Donald Trump's administration tried to come <laughs> up with. I swear to God, look at that. You don't remember? Whoa, that? whoa, whoa. The Bowling Green yeah, massacre Bowling Green happened, massacre. Jake. Okay. <laughs> Dozens of people tripped that Cody day, all right? Is a they fell. Follower. <laughs> <laughs> the Fiddler's Green. I do yeah. like in that, in that one. He's like Mogo, the living planet, yeah. which I guess Cody doesn't know, but. No. Oh, that's because he's just like fit. Yeah, because like Fiddler's Green is just like a location. Oh, I guess also in Doom Patrol, there's a character, Danny the Street. Huh. And it's a living street, it's a living neighborhood. Yeah, it's sentient. <laughs> that's so that's, stupid. <laughs> it works. It's actually really cool. That's I cool. like it. I like Danny the Street. And then, but Fiddler's Green reminded me of that. Yeah, dude. I'm well, sure it, it comes all, before it that. cool. So the second one, I thought. The first time I read it, I was like, oh, this is just going to be like in the setup. I was like, this is just going to be another of the first one where it was like, I need to accomplish, like get these three things. No, it almost it's completely like book to book. Even when you read it, it's just like its own thing. But you'll see how it's like cleverly connected. 
Yeah, it's not yeah. just a fetch quest. He's not just like I shall get the things yeah. and I'm super powered. Like yeah. in a regular comic superhero book, it might feel that way. Yeah. You know? Do you meet death in volume two? No, that was in volume one at the at the last issue. Yeah, like Cody when, said, the end of the. Yeah, when they go on the quest together to well, when they go they go together and she like keeps killing just, like, people. All those. Yeah. Dude, you know what was the saddest one? Was the little boy in Washington people, people playing soccer? Yeah, that one playing soccer in Washington Square Park. I always felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, oh, the no, comedian the that, who died by getting electrocuted on stage. Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah. But to me, actually, the one that was the saddest and just like damn, it was like there's a baby in a crib and the baby's like, that's it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like, damn. Yeah. Like the baby's like, damn, that's it. It's also <laughs> I like how they did it where it's like you don't even know you're dead until she's there. And like they yeah. see her and they're like, oh, fuck, like, I'm dead, aren't I? She's like, yeah, what's up? Like, we got to go. <laughs> it's like, <"Damn." laughs> yeah, it's not like she's killing That's them. True. She, like, she just is there. She's like the, you know, she ushers you in. Like death isn't necessary. Like she even says it, I think. Like death isn't a bad thing. You shouldn't look at it that way. Well, even even Dream talks about it. And he's like, I don't understand why these people fear death so much when like it's a whole yeah. other plane of like existence. Right. Yeah. And like that's the cool thing about all the uh, endless is like almost powers and worlds is it's almost so vague because it is just too powerful to like pinpoint like what are Sandman's powers like honestly almost everything I think it is really cool that his sister is death because like dreaming and death the idea yeah. that they're so close well, to each other like in the second volume at the very end uh, I'm jumping ahead no go ahead um, Whatever. We're all yeah well, I know the, what you're about to say at too, the very yeah. end of the second volume when dream confronts desire yeah and is like I'm calling you out bitch <laughs> you fucking you're trying to you tried to get me killed or like tried to turn this on me and yeah and desires yeah so like it almost like what's cool is that part like sets up a hierarchy of the endless like well the they're brothers three, and sisters yeah well, but there's also like a hierarchy. Like the most powerful, the big three are death, dream, dream and destiny. destiny. Yeah, and which Have we, we haven't met heard destiny? about. Not no, we haven't two. met destiny uh, yet. Gotcha. But there's yeah. destiny, desire, desire, and then there's desire, despair, despair, delirium. delirium. And who's the lost one? There's a lost one too, isn't there? There's because there's seven. Yeah, there's seven of them. I forget. I can't think of who the last one is, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool and it's so original. Like, Uh, talk about original storytelling. And I feel like it it, it stands toe to toe with the great, like, honestly, like Watchmen. Like, Sandman and Watchmen, you could easily put side by side as two of the top ones. I would almost put Sandman as the goat for me. Mm. After reading it, like, last year during the pandemic, I was like, because I never read it before then, I was like, yeah, this is. Really, this is I would never have I don't know thought I would even like it. Incredible. Yeah. It like it makes you it uses comic books as a medium and it has you like think about life through lenses that you and like it just like touches every kind of way you feel. There's romance, there's comedy, there's horror, there's fantasy. It's insane. I'm not gonna lie. I reading it this week, I was having more dreams. So I wanted to ask you guys at work, dog. It's the same man at work for sure. When you smoke weed, do you dream? Yeah. Uh, Dude, all the I time? Have, I have really vivid dreams. But do they have to do what about, Wait, what about you, Jake? You're, it seems like you're saying no. I have dreams all the time, but I don't know if they have anything to do with weed, honestly. 
See, I've, a lot of people saying like I, I since I smoke all the time, like I, I, I dream. But there was a point where I wasn't dreaming. No, or, like I wasn't I dream remembering a lot my in dream. life, whether I smoke or not. Yeah, like, I like even as a kid, I, I used to dream like a motherfucker. I had a crazy Anthony, dream last week, actually. Maybe Anthony, maybe dude, I've been having some bananas dreams. Dude, Sandman, that's, that's what happens when you start weird reading. Weird ass dreams. <laughs> I had a dream last week. This is I swear to God, true because I told my buddy about it. It's me and my childhood friend Emil, and the dream was. We were at a friend's house. I don't know who this friend was, but in the dream, I knew who he was, obviously. Uh, we were at his friend's house who lived in like some crazy like Westchester suburban community type thing. We were at a pool, and his father was, for whatever reason, Charlie Sheen. Not necessarily like his name is Charlie <laughs> Sheen, but you know, it was, it was Charlie Sheen. And I keep getting- <laughs> And a, you knew uh, this in your dream. You're just like, oh, Charlie Sheen, his dad. No, not even- His name wasn't necessarily Charlie Sheen so much as like, it was Charlie Sheen, but like, it was just his dad. Like, oh, this is my friend's dad. Yeah, the but dad was wasn't Charlie the actor Sheen Charlie Sheen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just, uh, yeah. So, right. so I was like, oh, like. Okay. But my friend's dad was Charlie Sheen, and uh, I kept telling my friend, I was like, dude, I got a, I got a really bad feeling. Like I think our friend's family, like not our friend, but like his parents and their uncles and everyone, wants to murder us. And he was like, dude, you're fucking crazy, <laughs> and blah blah blah. And then the only thing I remember is like we're at this pool, and then we go back to the house, and I'm like packing my my bags and getting my car keys and Charlie Sheen, my friend's dad, is like, hey, like, you, you know, you drank a lot. Are you, aren't you going to stay the night? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just putting my stuff in the car so tomorrow I can head out. He's like, okay, good. And I like went out to my car and fucking re- start reversing out the driveway and my friend comes out like stumbling out the front door and he looks down and there's a massive steak knife in his gut and then Charlie Sheen uh. and my friend's family comes up and keeps stabbing him and he like reaches out to me and I just drove away and that's and then I woke up and it took it took me 20 minutes after being awake to shake off that because the tone of the dream dude it was like uncomfortable as fuck Damn. it felt real I was like yo I think dude, they're gonna murder us I am gonna come in with a weird hot take I love nightmares <laughs> I kind of I know, I know what you mean I find nightmares as terrible as they are and they are terrible and they fuck with yeah. me for at least a little while afterwards they are the most yeah. interesting, though. Well, yeah, and it's I'm I'm experiencing things I'll never experience. You know what yeah. I mean? I hopefully like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of like. I've had a few car accident nightmares. You know what I mean? I mean, after uh, I got in that one with you, I literally had for like maybe a month or two, like some. I, for me, it was like a year. Oh no, dude! I remember like honestly, three nights after that accident, I had a dream where we were about to hit in a wall, and I woke up. I was like, fuck me. That felt so intense. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but so thanks, yeah, Cody. You but traumatized for me for life <laughs> mentally. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people say that when you're dreaming, you're like, you know, living the alternate universe, yeah. Jake's life. You know, maybe there was a, you know, a, a universe where you guys did not make it in that car accident. And that's your, ex- you know, you got to experience that. If that's the case, Dude. a lot of my dreams truly like, Generally, like more of my dreams are more often than not bad than they are good. And a lot of them end with See. either me murdering or me being murdered. I had one where I had to escape a prison and I murdered a few guards and got pretty far until they finally just killed me. And I've had a few yeah. dreams where Damn. I get fucked up and murdered. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. I love getting murdered. In Is dreams. that a past life? <gasps> That means I suck in my past life. I get killed a lot. It's my variance. Yeah, 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 that's the, the problem. They're just not as hardcore as me, dude. <laughs> yeah, this Jake is, as in your own words, like Bruce Willis from uh, <laughs> what's the movie? Sixth Sense. Uh, um, Untouchable. Untouchable. 
Unbreakable. Unbreakable. <laughs> Untouchable. is the Robert De Niro. Yeah. Unbreakable. <laughs> yeah. Unbreakable. And the other variants are just not. They're just getting. Dude, murdered. you might Left be right. right. I mean, I've survived some crazy shit in my day. A pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> A pandemic. Oh. The pandemic? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever had lucid dreams? Yes. Nah. Yes. Like, I mean, I've had dreams where I've realized I've been dreaming and like partaken in them, but I've never had them as vivid as people talk about them getting. Mm. Like, I've had dreams where I've been like, oh, I, when I was a kid, I used to have this reoccurring nightmare about. SeaWorld <laughs> and sharks. Oh, shit. And there was this bridge. There was this bridge that I could never. D- it was basically Jaws 3. <laughs> um, there was Did the, you watch exactly a lot of Jaws 3 as a kid? Yes. <laughs> Shitty graphics and all. Dude, I watched so sharks. I have like, even though I can swim in the ocean, if I swim by myself at all, I think I talked about with you about this. It yeah, freaks he, me out. It's intimidating. He doesn't like sharks. It's intimidating. That's why I got the tattoo. That's why I got the tattoo. Dude, when I've gone surfing with my friend, like once you're pretty, you're like hook for instead of gators, and yeah. sharks. Like dude, when I've gone surfing with my friend, once you get far enough out there and like it's so still, and you're like you know in Earth's body of water, you're just like I don't really know what's beneath me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just like a weird. Thing you literally have to put it out of your that, mind because like, you're just like, eh, whatever. And yeah, and because not only I don't know what's beneath me, but here I am just floating around. around, looking like a delicious seal to some great white. <laughs> yeah, a fish out, literally just a fish out of water. You know, what I, mean? I have too much anxiety to do that. You won't find me in the middle of the ocean, wait, no sir. Wait, Anthony, have you? Do you have lucid dreams? Have you ever had any? Yeah, I've, I've had lucid dream plenty of times, and they started after I I did like psychedelics for the first Ooh. time. Like that's when I finally had. Like I always want, dude, and it's always the same. Like I haven't had them for a while, unfortunately, but it's always the same. Where I'm like, oh, I'm in a dream. I'm like, oh, I'm in a dream. Ooh. Okay, like and like I'm, I'm in control, like of the powers, and as you can't be in control of it for long because you wake I up. I agree, like, dude. I was just about to say that. I'll, I'll right? tell my story so, after like, you're done. Yeah, for sure. And I have a quick one, too, because it's always the same. And I realize I'm dreaming, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to fly. Nah, so that's I, like, literally what I was about to say. Right? <laughs> I don't know why, then. Okay, so when you lucid dream, your first thought is, I'm going to fucking fly. And what always weirds me out about it is that I do fly. And not only that, but, like, I know exactly what the top of my house, which I've never seen. Like, I've never seen, like, an aerial view of that's my neighborhood. So but it, it's it's like exactly what it would look like, like trees and leaves and all in my way. And like, eventually I'm like, where do I want to go? And I could instantly go anywhere, but I start to like wake up. Mm -hmm. And the only, there was a time in my life where I was like, I'm going to keep testing this. And I was doing it like every night for a week and it got really freaky. Like it just felt weird. Like I shouldn't be doing it. Something about it felt wrong. You shouldn't be meddling with the dream, my dude. I didn't like it. Seriously. I felt like Morpheus was letting you. You got too much. Yeah, he was letting you know. He was letting it you know you were that. intruding. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, you shouldn't be doing this. You should not be doing this, dude. Like, just let your dreams be, you know. I don't know what dreams are. I don't know if I believe they're an alternate life or some shit like that. I think they're just like, you they're know, just dreams. you're inside trying to tell your conscious mind, like, hey, dude, like, I have a message for you that you're not getting, but here's yeah. here's a here's a weird story charlie sheen is your friend's dad at the pool let's stab him or something yeah. you know like that means something to jake i'm sure but- <laughs> well what i told my friend it probably was, does <laughs> this is what I, I interpreted it i told my friend i was like dude i think i found the meaning of the dream 
He's like, mm. so throughout the dream, <laughs> you keep telling me that like you don't believe me that they're trying to murder us. Like you're just really like you're stubbornly not believing it. And in the end, you end up getting stabbed, and I drive away. And it's Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen has HIV. I think you have HIV <laughs> and you're in denial of it. Morpheus is using you to tell your friend you he has AIDS. HIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's Jake insane. is the AIDS whisperer. The AIDS whisperer. <laughs> the AIDS realm. <laughs> Uh, oh, so you're. Oh, wait a minute. So maybe your universe could have like a Sandman dude, but he just tells you in dreams whether you have AIDS. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I just want to go to my lucid dreaming because it, literally it's crazy that you said the exact yeah, let's same go thing. Go back to that, please. Well, no, it's yeah, just. It's, we got to get away from this. <laughs> it's just crazy that you said the same thing. So my lucid dreams are, in fact, only ever flying dreams. However, I'm not always lucid in the beginning. So sometimes the dream starts off genuine and I'm flying. Mm -hmm. And then in the dream, I'll realize I can control my flying. But it's like at that moment that I realize, wait, I'm dreaming and I can control my flying. And I agree with exactly what you said because you're right. The more control I exert over my flying in the dream, the more I wake up and I wake up a lot quicker. And what's crazy exactly. is that sometimes in the dream, I'll be nice at flying like Superman, like <laughs> Like I've gone through. Wait, like, did you felt like you got better like than the first time you sometimes, did? Sometimes that's the thing I was about to say. Okay. There are times, usually in the beginning of once I'm really like, oh, I'm lucid dreaming, I'm gonna fly. And I'm pretty nice at it. And I think yeah. just the more I start, my mind starts to wake up, my my flying gets like not as good. So I'll start to like flutter and I'll be like, no, pull up, pull up, pull up. But I just won't go up and I'll start to like yeah. come down and then I'll wake up. Just of the way you're telling your story right now and I'm thinking about it, like maybe it's just like you you can only do it with a certain part of your brain, right? Once mm. you're like really conscious of it, it's like, whoops, sorry, fuck you, you're out of here. I think it's just, yeah. just a default thing. It's like, oh, you're... Your brain is exerting so much control in this instance. See, now you're what's awake. crazy is my yeah. experience in lucid dreaming is usually I just realize it that I'm dreaming when oh. I'm in a shitty situation in a dream. And then mm. I'm like, oh, if I just do something wacky, I'm going to wake up. So like, <laughs> I, have, I, for some reason, have lots of dreams where I'm like having bad run-ins with the law. And I'll be oh. like, it'll it'll go from like, me just getting pulled over for weed, me being like a full-on police chase. Like <laughs> I've had police chases. GTA. Yeah, and then like I'll or and like I'll hop, but like then I'll realize I'm dreaming, and I'm like, oh, I'd rather wake up than like get caught by these fucking pigs. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I like usually I'll often like go down like guns a blazing or like mm. take as many, you know, and like and what I was talking about my SeaWorld dream, I had I used to have this dream where I there was a bridge I couldn't cross in SeaWorld because there was a shark tank it went over and like I either that sometimes the bridge would collapse, sometimes the ground would be really slick and I'd fall. Sometimes the shark would just jump over and knock me off. It's very ace ventura ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it got to the point I was having this reoccurring dream so much as a kid that I would at at a certain point would be like, oh shit, it's this dream again. And then I would just jump into the water and wake up like mm. right when the shark was getting mm. me or whatever. Yeah. 
I've had plenty of reoccurring dreams with the bridge. I've noticed, like, so there's a, like, if you want a lucid dream, it's not, it's not. Sorry for laughing. I'm just so glad that we decided Sandman was a, a dream delving into it's our perfect. Why not? It's, it's perfect. perfect. What are you talking about? No, I like it. I'm not. Yeah, if it's too yeah. much, we'll edit it out, but it's fun. No, it's fun. I'm having a great time. This is I was going to say, convers- since it's like a series, right? I don't know if anyone listening or if you, you guys want to try, maybe I'll try again, even though, like I said, it, it kind of freaks me out. There's a science to it. Like, you can I've read that. I've read that you dream. can force yourself to lose a dream. I've tried, and I've never been successful. It always happens with you know. Randomly. But it's like really simple things, right? So like in during the day, right? Whenever you look at a clock, whether it's on your phone, if it's on a microwave on your computer, just look at the time. Like if you look at the time now, you could see for me, I'm looking at it. It says eight oh one. In a dream, if you look at a clock, it will always be messed up. Mm. Whether it's analog or digital, you cannot in a dream look at the time. I don't know why. It's like a rule of dreams. Like maybe. Think about it. Like when you start thinking about it, then you'll start to be more conscious of it, right? Also in dreams, even if you can master lucid dreaming, you cannot change whether it's light or dark in the dream. Hmm. So if in your dream, all the lights are off, you will never be able to turn them on. If they're all on, you'll never be able to turn them off. Even if you think like if it's daytime, it has to say daytime. If it's nighttime, that's like the one thing you can't change. So in real life, you have to constantly ask yourself, am I dreaming? Like, not every minute, but every so often. Am I dreaming? That's like some Inception shit, my dude. Right, it is, but it works. And this is how I started to lucid dream more. Because when you're in a dream, when you notice, like you're saying, like, oh, when I'm in the bridge and there's the shark, I know I'm dreaming. Mm. But if you start paying attention to your dreams more, you'll notice, oh, I've been in this location before. Like, this whole time reading Sandman, I've been dreaming about a house. I don't know the house, but it's the same house all the time. Very weird. Sorry, I talked a lot. That was my dream spiel. Lucid dream, folks. (laughs) Do you think there's a connection between how time isn't really real in dreams and how dream chemicals and psychedelic chemicals Mm. go hand in hand and how time seems such like an unrealistic abstract thing when you're on psychedelics absolutely agree with that yeah like, do you Even think it's like sandman do you think it's all connected yeah sandman was a psychedelic tale it yeah. really was and, i mean it was it felt so like horror or not it felt like a fever dream the yeah whole seriously thing. the way it's illustrated i don't remember that there's so many artists but they make it seem like you said fever dream is the best way to describe it yeah it's just a it's a psychedelic sometimes beautiful sometimes mm-hmm. like uh, just like i love that it touches on everything there's yeah. jokes there's like really warm touching stuff there's like the most uncomfortable things i've ever read it's just like yeah a, collection, a hodgepodge yeah for sure yeah i think all that shit's connected dreams tripping dying like there's there's something about it that uh, that's all like the same part of the same thing you know is there any story maybe better than sandman that talk that that like grabs that connection so i mean you're not you're only two volumes in yeah yeah i mean dreams you know like just reading about them like I don't really like listening to other people's dreams, to be honest. There, because only my dreams will make sense to me, and your dreams will make sense to you. You know. Yeah. There's a line in Always Sunny where it's like, you know, the way I think of people's dreams is the way I look at like, you know, people showing me pictures. It's like if I'm not in them and no one's having sex, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, no, that's right? a good point. Yeah, no <laughs> one cares. It's so funny too because you sit down and you're like, I want to talk about dreams. <laughs> I want to tell somebody about my dream, and 
most of the time, you'll have some people that have an interest. Right. But most of the time, people are just like, well, if they're listening to you tell a dream, it's begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we kind of all just talked about dreams for like 20 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, listen to this. It's almost like telling a good ghost story. Dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love ghosts. Are you a fan of ghost stories? I love them because I've never, I've never, okay, I don't not believe in ghosts. I've just never experienced anything paranormal, like anything ghostly. I've never seen something. Like maybe there was like a weird noise or a, no, I, a you know, a slam I couldn't explain, but you know, I, houses creak and shit like that. I've never been like ghost, you know? Dude, I actually have once in my life. Whoa, what do you mean? Like felt, been like this there's something going on here let's hear it okay so i was living me and my mom uh, my mom just bought a new house we were for like uh, she had just split from her husband bought a new house uh we moved in west virginia yeah in southern west virginia we moved into this house and i moved in two weeks early because i had been homeless and my mom bought the house and like before everybody else moved in it was just like sitting there and she was like just go ahead and stay there so you have a place to stay Mm -hmm. so like uh, i have friends that can attest to this too they came over there would be like like doors would slam like lights would flicker uh you would hear like not like a pitter patter of like a mouse like full-on like running upstairs something running upstairs Mm -hmm. all of this crazy stuff happened and like it was just like constant and we ended up getting a dog and this dog was a great dog but then it got really sick and we nursed it back to health oh right before it got really sick it dug up a ton of children's toys and books in the backyard this is your dog i remember the story yeah (laughs) jake knows the story he's back dude that's one of my greatest or I, I just love that story. Specifically, did you already tell the one with you and Booms and you heard the ghost in your house? Yeah, like we would, I was telling him, we would hear like a full on running upstairs and doors would slam and stuff like that. And we were just like, what the fuck? And we would like go upstairs and nothing would be like, it would just be crazy. And like lights would be on after we remembered turning them off and stuff like that. And anyway, so the dog dug up all this stuff and then got really sick with Parvo. We had to like nurse it back What's to health. That? What's it's like part? a, it's like a disease. It's like something it's like that dog dogs disease. get vaccinated for. Uh, yeah, vaccinations work, guys. <laughs> 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 but we nursed him back to health through it. But afterwards, he was never the same. He would start like he would be totally fine one minute and then start mauling somebody. Wait, then, I think you left out my favorite part that I remember. Unless I'm making this up. So when you and Booms. You kept checking upstairs and there was nothing there. And but like you guys, A, you never left. And if I remember correctly, <laughs> you had a TV, and then one of you said that all you did after constantly hearing pitter patter of like people's feet, all you did was go to the TV and just crank up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even leave the haunted house. You just stayed there. It was like, fuck it, we're gonna drown this ghost out. <laughs> Dude, I had been homeless for months leading up to that. I did not want to do that. I was staying in that house. <laughs> That's awesome. 
one one night recently actually and again i don't like i wouldn't say it's a ghost or anything like that but like we were sleeping and you know all of a sudden it sounded like little feet running but like maybe like a mouse or something but there was absolutely nothing in the room and i even put down like a glue trap and nothing ever did it but like two of us heard you know like like something run like it sounded like it was running Mm. but it to me i don't go I i don't think ghosts i just you know, like seeing is believing. Like mm. I, I, I would love to believe UFOs exist, but I've never seen one. You know, I'm the so same like way. To think, you know? I've never seen a ghost, and I've never seen an alien. Though I'm very open to seeing them, and once I see right. them, I'll for sure believe. Like I don't not believe in them, but like I really believe in them once I fucking see them. Yeah, I don't like not believe your ghost stories, Cody, at all. Yeah. Like I just, I don't have any like outlet for it in my own mind. Like I've never. I, I'd say I'm the most. But into that kind of stuff of the three of us, like mm. the most, the, I would be Cody, the tried ancient to boulder the devil of the group. <laughs> Have you really? Yes, but do you want to know how I did it? Please. So. Well, that, this is the best time <laughs> to talk about it, dude. So, Sandman like, September. Like, Let's what? Did you even try? When I was 18 in high school, I don't know, I was like three, four in the morning and I was in my backyard smoking. And I was like, yo, I really want, <laughs> I really want like abilities, like powers and shit. And so, like, you know, it was, it was cold. It was like a winter night. And I was like, yo, I was like, Satan, if you're real, show yourself right now and I'll sell my soul for all of Superman's <laughs> abilities. And I just like stood there waiting and nothing ever happened. But my friend, like, but everyone I tell that to is like, not only did you try, but you didn't like kill an animal. You didn't do any pentagrams. <laughs> but like, fuck that. Why do I have to do all that shit? He's the devil. Like, dude, he can hear me. Like, so I, I, I stepped to him. I was like, yo, dog, like, show your fucking self. <laughs> dude, Prove to me you're real. You didn't refer to- and I'll do it. It's because you didn't refer to him as his preferred name, Mephisto. <laughs> yeah. Or oh. Morningstar. <laughs> or what if your soul was already in debt to him? Oh, Ooh. fuck. And I'm just living out the rest of my <laughs> miserable He was existence. just laughing his ass up. He's like, oh, like, fool, your soul has been <laughs> yeah. to me for years now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want you to know, Jake, that you telling me that story only ensures that like, <laughs> while you are one of my best friends, you would 100% be a super villain. Yep. <laughs> for sure. You know what? You say that. <laughs> but, well, I'll say this. Everyone always thinks that, and sometimes I do too. But... <laughs> You actually once said, Cody, you said you think of yourself Uh-oh. as a supervillain, but in the end, I think you would be a hero. Like when, when push comes, me? yeah, you said that to me. You were like, when push oh. comes to shove and like, yeah, and like, I and like the world that. was at stake, it's like something truly like that I would step up. Like, and then that's yeah. cool because I, I feel like yeah. Magneto and Dr. Octopus are like that, you know, like they're villains, yeah. but like yeah. at the end of Spider-Man 2, Dr. Octopus is like, fuck that. I'm not going to die a monster and saves the day. So I think I am yeah. a villain yeah, up but until I realized. if he didn't do any like, of that shit up until that point, he wouldn't have had nah, to save the dude, day. I'm not a villain. I'm just a liberator of peoples. <laughs> That's what all the villains say. Hey, <laughs> uh, man. This is fun. So <laughs> how many Joe Pesci's are we giving Sandman? Are we giving the first two volumes? Yeah, we're giving the first two volumes. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to give it six. Unquestionably six. Here we go, yeah, Anthony. I'm Here we go, it. Anthony. I'm gonna give it a five point three because no, I ate no, a bagel and my point. stomach got really upset when I was reading it. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what's being applied. Yeah. <laughs> that comment. Yeah. I like that. Well, I have to give it six, six in honor of Jake's pact with the devil. So. Yeah. And also 
also because Lucifer himself makes an appearance in the first two yep. volumes. David Bowie himself. David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. Dude, that's sick. I never thought of it, but you're it's David Bowie. Is it really? Let me <laughs> it just looks David Bowie. I mean, he has red hair me. though. No, it's like a a blonde, like a blonde wavy. Hold on, you might be right. Let me turn to the book of our Lord, the Sandman <laughs> yeah. issue, volume, volume one, Ooh, issue. Etching? Oh, yeah. Okay, this picture, you're right. Yeah, that's exactly Looks the picture. Looks very David Bowie. <laughs> that's David Bowie. If that's... If Jake's soul belongs to the devil... <laughs> Ground control to morning star. No! <laughs> hey. hey, where'd Cody go? The devil got him. Uh, <laughs> Cody's off to dream. Like, yeah, Cody. Cody's asleep. Baby dreams. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. I love the the post you made with Irving, the little dragon gargoyle. <laughs> yeah, that's my middle name. The gargoyle's name Irving. That's my middle name. I feel like you told me that, but I totally forgot. Anthony Irving Iannaccio. Yeah. Why Irving? Out of out of your entire Italian ass name. Because why I, t- is I Irving tell you, the most waspiest. I- it's because for white wolf, I'm not was. First of all, I'm back. no, I know, but I just said out of your entire very because Italian my grandfather name. was Jewish, so that's what I'm saying. That's where Irving. my Jewishness comes from. Irving, oh, his name was okay. Irving Bloom. So I'm back. I'm named hey. literally after both of my grandfathers. Anthony nice. is my father's father. Irving is my mother's father. So Anthony, Dude, Irving, I did the I same not. thing for my son. There you go. See, I'm named after. Now we'll tell everyone our mother's maiden names. Yeah. Our yeah. social security um, numbers. Our yeah. first what pet street, name. What street we grew up on. Right. Yeah. Basically yeah. anything <laughs> you can use to get our passwords on anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give Sandman triple sixes all around because it kicked yeah, ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, it's There's nothing I disliked about the Sandman. I just wish I had read it way earlier in my life. I'm excited, I'm excited to get excited into to more get into of the that. next volumes. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that would be the next time we talk, which would be next week for the folks listening at home. That's right. If yes. you guys liked this episode, please subscribe, uh, share it with your friends. Yeah, give us if you're listening on Apple Podcast, give us a five star rating Ooh, and give yeah. us a comment yeah. on there. Be yeah. like, oh, comments and chronic, cool. you're so fucking dope. I see yeah. you guys commenting yeah. on hey. Instagram and Facebook. You can comment on our shit. Yeah, dicks. Yeah, you're all people. Yeah, oh, and we're on TikTok now. Commies. Yeah, we're on TikTok. Check we're us out on TikTok. Out. And yeah, uh, yeah. tune in next week. Rock for... out with our talks <laughs> out. Our hey. TikTok, TikTok. No. Tune in God. next week for volume three and four of Sandman September. Cue Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.